Welcome back to the Spiritually Intimate Conversations podcast. Today on the show, we have a special guest speaker. Her name is Lindsay McLean. And if you don't know her, get ready to love her because (laughs) she is so fun. I love her so much. And you're going to just be obsessed following her over on Instagram. I was literally just telling her before we started recording, I was like, I love watching your TikToks and your reels and your stories and all the things. Cause she's just absolutely hysterical. Um, and she's just a lot of fun. So actually I've known Lindsay for a long time now on, so we met on social media, yeah. like, I want to say like maybe eight years ago. It was a long time ago. It was yeah. a long time ago. Um, and we started working together more around like health. I, it was like in health and fitness. We started working together in health and fitness and because yeah. we were both on like health and fitness journeys. So we kind of worked together doing that. And then, um, she is also a military spouse. So she had lived near me, which we never saw each other. Even oh. when you lived, you were literally a city away from me, maybe yeah. 30 minutes at, at best, mm-hmm. never saw each other during this time. And then she moved to Florida. We kind of disconnected. We didn't talk for a little while, but then she ended up being in a coaching container that I had been hired to come in and co-coach. And so she was a client of mine within this container. I was like, Oh my God, Lindsay, like we hadn't really like talk, talk. We had like seen each other here and there on social and said things here and there, but uh, we reconnected again in this container a couple years ago. So I was a mentor for her during that. And I got to really experience like this whole next level expansion that Lindsay was going through and everything really, I feel like over this last couple of years, it, for me, it feels like it's just been these like rapid, like changes and transformations. Um, though I know like when we're in it, it doesn't always feel really rapid. It feels like yeah. it's going like at the pace of a snail, but right. from my viewpoint, I was like, Oh, look at her go. She's on fire. Like all these things are clicking for her, um, like in business and life and just like everything. So it's just been super fun to watch her like really grow. And then I had the great pleasure of finally being able to hug her like a couple months back because she moved back home to Washington state and I got to go meet her and we had like a really fun, beautiful day together, hanging out. And, um, and yeah, so that's my, how I know Lindsay, let me just hand it over to her so she can like introduce herself of like who she is, what she's all about. And then we can like start chatting about this awesome topic that we're going to expand on with you guys. Yeah. Yay. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh. And it was so awesome to meet you. I, I, I mean, when I, when we did finally meet in person, it was, it didn't feel like it was the first time we were meeting. It felt like we had known each other forever. And I was like, I can't really believe this is the first time that I've actually ever seen your face in person. This is so strange, but uh, hello, my name is Lindsay. Like she said, I am a military spouse, but I am also a social media marketer. I help mentor and coach women, and I'm also in the network marketing industry. So I do lots of things. I also do have a podcast myself, but we're on a little bit of a hiatus right this second. So I'm really excited to kick this off with you and get back into the podcasting groove. Yeah, I know. I've been out of the podcasting groove for a little while, but then like once it got clicked in, I was like, oh my God, this is why I love podcasting so much. This is so much fun. And so I've just been like, I I think I've been recording almost every single day and just, I've been having a blast with it. So I'm excited for you to get launched because I just see the things that you create and the things that you do. And I already know like your podcast is going to be so much fun. 
But like you said, I guess I'm going to put all of her contact information below so you can go check her out on literally all the things. And you're going to see why, um, especially after this conversation, why I love this, this girl so much. So share, let's just kind of like jump in. So you kind of like share with me, like, cause we were trying to figure out what we were going to talk about. And actually side note, funny thing is, is that we actually recorded a podcast, like at the beginning of this year. Yeah. And the fucking episode recording got fucked up in my computer. Mind you, I now have a new computer, so we know it's going to save and everything's going to be fine. But my old computer was like dying on me and it didn't upload and didn't save. And we were just crushed. I was like, that was such a good episode. We had it was so, much- so good. It was, it was so many good nuggets, but everything happens, you know, in divine timing for reasons. And I feel like this conversation, what is coming through for you, Lindsay, of what you've been going through over the next or the last several months, um, has been really powerful. So kind of like just share kind of where you're at and where, what you've been kind of moving through, um, recently. Yeah. So a little bit of a background story, um, just, and I'll make this really quick. Cause I feel like context is always a little, you know, it's always important, but a little bit of a background story. So I, and kind of relatively new and by relatively new, I mean, I've only been in the self-development, um, healing realm, if you will, for a little over three years. It's been about, it's been almost four years, right? And I always like to say, if you've only been doing something for five years or less, you're still kind of new to it, right? Because there's so many things that you learn and you grow through within your first five years of doing something that it's like, you're still new, you're still new, right? So I started back my self-development and my healing journey back in, um, gosh, 2017, the fall of 2017, and it all started with me really wanting to heal my relationship with food and an eating disorder that I was really struggling with. And so that kind of like set me off on a whirlwind of a journey that led me to where I am today. Because honestly, I used to be one of those people that would like roll my eyes at somebody be like, Oh, I'm reading a self development book. And I'd be like, that's so cheesy. But (laughs) when I got into it, I was like, Whoa, and it really did quickly. It like transformed many things for me right out of the gates. Um, started working with mentors. I got into that for that program that I was working with, with you and some of the other coaches. That was like my first uh, coaching experience in a group coaching setting. And I absolutely love that program. I mean, it was, it was, it was amazing. So many things came from it. Um, so where I'm at now, I mean, it's been, you know, like I said, about three, four years of being on this journey and there have been so many different pivots and shifts and things like that that have been made um and I I've gotten to a place many times in this journey where I felt like this is it like this is it this is the healing thing that I needed this is the breakthrough that I needed this is going to be the moment and the thing that changes my life for the rest of my life and nothing's going to be the same from here. And while nothing has ever been the same during those moments, I think I've had so many of those moments because it's easy when you're get into the self-development realm. If you're not used to, if you don't have that trust established within yourself. And like we were talking about that discernment established within yourself to where you can really discern what's true for you and what's not true for you and trust that it, what's true for you and what's not true for you. You can kind of get in this space of being a little bit confused. And I I mean, for me personally, a lot of like uh, things around frustration and and resentment came up as well, because I was 
starting to implement all these tools and starting to take all these actions and do all these things. And it would leave me in so many ways feeling like, how do I say it? Like I said, like confused and almost like this isn't working for me. Like, what am I doing wrong? It's working for these people. Why isn't it working for me? It's working for this mentor, this person that I, that I look to as someone that I would like to have that kind of energy and that kind of healing take place in my life, but it's not working the same. And so this past year has been like a really big journey of me kind of, like I was saying to you, tuning out what all the noise, you know, I like I was explaining to Blair before this, sometimes it feels like I have so many voices in my head because I hear all of the things that I've been told over the years of this is what this should look like, or this is what this should look like, or this is how your journey should be going by now at this stage in your journey and da, 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 da. So I've really been working on like tuning out the noise so I can hear what is really true for me and um, figuring out what that, what that looks like. And it's been, it's been a lot of, it's been interesting. Let's just say that it's been fun, <laughs> but it's been interesting. And um, I, it feels like even now, like for the first time in my journey, I have a true understanding of who I am. I'm starting to really figure that out. And I've thought that many times throughout my journey, like this is who I really am. This is what I really want to do. But it's a different kind of um, understanding within now than what those moments were before. I don't know if that makes sense. Oh my gosh, this makes total sense. So first, before I go forward, I recognize that I didn't ask and this is always something I have to ask. And you're going to laugh because you're going to be like, of course you asked this. What's your human design, your astrology and all the things. <laughs> so my human design is I'm a generator. Mm -hmm. And then I actually knew you were going to ask it. So I wrote it down. So I didn't <laughs> forget, but I'm a Pisces rising and a Virgo moon. And the Capricorn is my main sign. I always forget what that's my main sign. Your sun sign? My sun sign, yes. I always, <laughs> I always forget when I'm like, sun, moon, rising. Okay. So I wrote it down because I was like, I know she's going to ask me. Um, <laughs> like, like we talked about before, I'm also like super big into the Enneagram. So on the Enneagram, I am an Enneagram four. See, yeah. And that's where I don't actually know very much is the Enneagram. But I know a lot of people and like the mentor I'm working with right now, uh, she's into that. So I yeah. need to learn more about that. And I'm probably just going to have to be like, I'll pick your brain a little bit about it at well, some point. Cause that's something I, I don't know about. Yeah. And I still want to learn more about the human design. So we got lots of things to talk about. <laughs> that we do. Um, but I'm, I'm loving where this is going because for me, everything for me within my own healing journey and, and myself or the work that I'm doing with other people is better able, is better connecting them with ultimately feeling safe in their body so that they can trust their own intuition, trust the language of which their body is speaking to them and really have deeper connection with self and higher power, whether that's God's source, you know, the universe, whatever you, however you define that. But what we do find in this like personal development space or the spiritual space or the woo-woo space, or even the religious space, wherever you're going to work on yourself, it, this is kind of what I see the trap that people fall into. They've all of a sudden, they fall into these holes of, well, now I'm this, and this mentor is saying this, 
or because they know more than me and they have a certain level of success, whether that's success in business, life, marriage, financial success, health success, we now deem that everything that they're doing is the correct way. And now I have to go implement everything that they're doing. Right. And I am all for having people give suggestions and lay out systems and plans. Cause I used to be somebody very much when I was um, heavily in the network marketing space, yeah. I was like, just tell me the plan. Just tell me what I need to do. And I will execute it like a motherfucker. And then I will go right. rinse and repeat and do it over and over and over and over again. And even though it started showing a lot of success, you know, I, I grew a very successful business and, and, um, you know, a six figure income through doing that, I was so out of alignment with myself. And I just, and then I was shaming myself that I wasn't feeling the way that everybody else was telling me I needed to feel. And so I would, I'd be saying like, yeah, I'm so excited because this is happening and blah, 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 blah. But there was still this, there was this layer in me that felt like, is this really me? Do I really have to work this way? Cause, and I just kept hustling and working really, really hard and, um, I was just doing things that were burning me out. And I thought then I was doing something wrong. I kept questioning myself versus recognizing that, like, I just wasn't really executing things in ways that were really aligned with my energy and what really felt with, felt right for me because I was so busy. Like, and I like how you said that all the voices, all yeah. the noise, all the voices, all the recommendations, all the systems, all the people that I thought that were better than me in some way, whether it was like a mentor that I had hired, or even just like an influencer online that I saw that I thought had it all beautifully wrapped together in some beautiful package and had, you know, 40,000 followers. And I was like, oh, they must know. So I must do what they say. So I think this is super important for people to hear, especially right now, because I think that we're being called forward to break away from the noise and really get more centered with our own energy and our own self and like what feels right for us but that can be scary at first kind of like unraveling all of that. Yeah. And trying to think, figure out us. Yeah. And it, you know, I think it does become really scary because when you're trying to figure things out, you know, and, and you have all these people that, you know, do support you, like ultimately all the mentors that you work with and things like that, they all, they all do want what's best for you, right? Like ultimately that's the case. So you have all these, start having all these things in your ears about, you know, what, what things should look like for you. And so when you start to unravel all of that and you're trying to figure out what it looks like for you, it can kind of feel a little bit lonely and like you're walking a lone path. It's like, oh my gosh, I'm alone in this. I don't, I don't have anyone who understands me. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like that's how it could feel like nobody understands me right now. And as an Enneagram 4, I love that shit. I love feeling like nobody understands me. I'm telling you, I love it and I hate it. Um, <laughs> you know, I love it and I hate it because we want to be unique, but at the same time, we want to be accepted and all that good stuff. Mm. But um, but it's like the reason why it's so scary is because when you're in that time, it's like you feel so alone. And so then it's like, well, if I'm alone in this and you, and you've constantly, every time you felt unsafe or felt like you were alone and you've constantly sought advice from others, 
but you know that seeking advice from others is not necessarily what you need right now. You need to listen to yourself. If you haven't developed that trust within yourself, it can feel like just totally releasing control of your life, right? Like releasing control of everything. And I know as humans, it's our, it's our instinct, especially if we grew up not in a safe environment or not feeling safe it's our instinct to want to like grab the reins and have control of everything and not let go. And so for me, you know, you, you and I talked about this. One thing that's been really helping me is like reestablishing my relationship with the, with God, you know, for me, that's what I like to call it. Once upon a time, it was source universe, all that stuff. Now I resonate more with God. Um, but whatever that is for you, it's like, you know, really leaning into that and feeling feeling that like just how do I want to say it like that love that God source universe whatever has for you and that they're always with you and once you can really feel into that and connect to that it becomes easier to trust yourself becomes easier to release control becomes easier to hear yourself and hear them versus everyone else Mm -hmm. um but it's definitely a process you know it's definitely um something that you have to have grace with yourself on every single day because it's easy to fall back in old patterns isn't it oh my god right (laughs) and we need to not shame ourselves when we do yeah right because our old patterns aren't these things that because that's the misconception right we think oh i'm going to heal this And then I'm never going to have that ever happen to me ever again. And it's like, no, there's pieces of us that are just kind of like, it's, it's not a limitation. It's a part of our gift. It's also kind of a part of our inner awareness. It's our own inner kind of red flags. It's kind of our nervous systems conditioned way to like fire and stress responses. And it's like, We just have to accept that and love it and honor it and recognize that there's nothing wrong if we fall into what we perceive as like past bad habits. Um, But share a little bit more kind of like when you've been unpacking this, right? Like you're stepping away from following maybe all of the things that you were kind of being maybe told or not sometimes even told, you just believed you were attaching to like, oh, I have to follow this, right? Because I recognize that there are times where no, it wasn't like mentors came around and were forcefully telling me you need to do all these things. Sometimes these were things I I placed on myself. Right. Um, But as you've been kind of moving away from that, what does that look like for you? Like, in what areas have you recognized that you're kind of redefining new belief patterns and structure and becoming more true to you? Mm. Yeah, that's a good question. I mean, I feel like in all the ways, (laughs) (laughs) I mean, yeah, it's really, I I mean, you know, in like you were saying, um, kind of touching back on one of the biggest, how do I want to put this? So one of the biggest things is, you know, definitely how I show up in my business has been huge because if you're in the network marketing industry, then you know that hustle mentality is huge hustle culture huge Mm -hmm. in network marketing i mean it is like in a lot of ways it's like part of the lifeblood of what makes a strong network marketer strong like you have to have that hustle mentality in order to really get to a certain point in network marketing i mean in some ways you do like that's just what it is the way that the the business model is set up all of that and so 
I've always identified in the past as being like what somebody would call like a hustler. Like you were saying, like if I really felt passionate about something and somebody gave me a game plan, I mean, I'm a generator as well. So, you know, like if somebody tells me what to do, like, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to do it. So long as I have that like passion for it, if I'm like feeling Mm -hmm. really good about it. And so when I started getting into more back a couple years ago, more into like the woo woo spiritual side of you know, business practices, it was kind of like hustle mentality was like a dirty word, you know, and it was all like flow this, be in flow, da, da, da. so that totally contradicted everything that I thought that I knew about what it took to build a successful business or to be successful at anything in life. Mm-hmm. And so I spent a lot of time in the realm of okay, like we're going to flow and we're going to be, we're going to flow. We're going to have more fun and we're going to do all these things. And, you know, um, we're going to focus on manifesting and it'll all work out and like, da, 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 da. and then it didn't really work out that way because what I didn't understand in what I didn't really understand or put the pieces together is like, you can be in flow and you can still also be a hustler and like take action and like, Mm -hmm. you know, so like, where's the balance? Like, that's where I I've been really focusing on over the past couple months is like, what does that look like for me to be able to build a strong business and have a solid work ethic and, and hit the goals that I want to hit while also not sacrificing time with my husband and also not sacrificing time for myself, also not sacrificing my own personal health, which I have done many times. I've sacrificed my health for being in like the hustle mode. Right. Mm -hmm. And, um, it's been interesting because, you know, my husband and I just took a weekend off. We went out into the mountains and went camping on end of month weekend. Okay. You know, end of month. I don't know if you're, <laughs> yeah, if you're in the you network know. marketing business, you know, what end of month means. <laughs> you know what end of month means, but if you don't know what end of month means, I mean, every, every month restarts in network marketing. So like end of month is like when you're wrapping up goals, all that good stuff, whatever basics of it. We went camping on end of month weekend and it was in, in my head, you know, there was many times where this weekend I noticed myself being like, oh, I should just, I should just do this really quickly, post this really quickly, touch base with this person really quickly, finish some things up, being hustle. I can't, I gotta be working this weekend. I gotta be working. It's end of month. Da, 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 da. But I knew deep down that like I really needed some time to spend with my husband to get my energy realigned, to get my thoughts realigned, to get like just to be able to reconnect with not only him but with myself. And, um, it was like a push and pull, like a tug, like, you know, like it's end of month work, work, work. No, you want to, you really need this time because it's been, there's been a lot of stressful things going on behind the scenes in my life with some of my family members not having great health and stuff. So I really needed this weekend. And one of the things, it was funny because it was Friday and I feel like God always gives you little signs when you're, when you start, when you're thinking about something, God will give you a sign. I feel like, I mean, that's my belief or universe, whatever you guys believe in. But I think it was like Friday. I saw something that was like, are you showing up for someone else? Are you showing up for yourself? And I was Mm. asking myself. And so before we went into the weekend, I asked myself, 
if I show up this weekend, is it going to be for someone else? Is it going to be for um, the team? Is it going to be for whoever that's looking to me, expecting me to be hustling my ass off this weekend? Or am I showing up for myself because I actually want to show up this weekend? And I was like, I really want to freaking take a break. <laughs> like, I want to take some time off to spend with my husband. And so I did. And um, it definitely was, like I said, it was interesting to see, you know, just things like that. Like, the, it's constantly kind of like right now, the push and pull of like, this is what I know and what I have learned and what I've been conditioned to believe is how I should be showing up versus this is what I'm feeling. And what I'm finding that is even though the pull to like show up a certain way is strong, if I can kind of just honor myself and what I genuinely believe that I need in the moment and what is true for me, then I come out of it feeling so much more aligned and energized and clear and focused and just more like myself, you know? And so it's, it's honestly a daily thing. I mean, there's so many little things, but this was just a good example of like, you know, that hustle and flow mentality, like how do you find the balance and so many different people out there preaching what your work ethic should look like, you know? Yeah. I mean, and it could even go the, for the flip side, right? Where right. it's like, some people, they ask these, they ask such better questions, but then they try to change the answer to what they think is supposed to be the then better answer. Yeah. Right. And it's like, it's always just about what feels right for you. So you, in theory, could have had that feeling that you're like, no, I want to show up for other people right now. I want to show up for my team. I want to show up for my business. Like that actually feels good. And I've, I've had people before have that feeling, but then they're like, but I can't do that because I need to do this over here, or I should take a break or I should blah, blah, blah. Or I, um, you know, it's, it's just recognizing that ultimately it is still always up to what feels right for you. It's not about tailoring your answer to what you think is going to fit the, what society or Instagram or what everyone else thinks they should be seeing of you. Because I do even think like on social media right now, there is these like, yes, there's these shifts between like, let's not be too hustle culture. Let's be more over here and like, you know, flowy and the feminine, all that stuff. And it's like, you bring up such a good point. It's always a balance between the two. Neither are bad, neither are wrong. It's just what, where do you feel you, you need to be in the, in that moment and recognizing when you just need to make your own shifts and not because, you know, you go on Instagram and you see somebody laying on a beach, like I'm living my best life right now. And I'm still making sales because I'm totally in my feminine flow, but you're feeling really called to be in like, I don't know, you know, more of a structured, you know, what is deemed to be more like hustle. And, and then you're thinking, oh, I'm doing it all wrong. I should stop everything I'm doing right now and go get outside and and do this, that, and the other. Right. It's like some people excel better in certain spaces and you need to honor that and own that. I recognize for me, I 
need to create way more time in my day where I'm disconnected from being in structured workflow. But for other people, that's my energy. But then there's other people for them, they can execute way more hours and do way more and that, and they're still fired up and they're doing great. And they take a shorter break than maybe what I need. Right. And honestly, I I actually do work best in structured, um, dedicated, focused working hours. Like I, I work best when I'm like, I honestly feel like I'm at my best when I'm busy. Like I, I know that like, I don't like to ever promote like busyness as like a good thing, but when I'm busy, like I thrive on that shit, you know what I mean? And so but like it's like, you're, the, I'm sure the intention behind your busyness, right? It's like not, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. right. It's like, I think that's what people think, right? They take, they take a word like busyness and now they're attaching maybe some toxicity to it and, and thinking right. about somebody running around, like it looks like a chicken with their head cut off, right. That right. they're frantic and they're in like a stressed energy, but busyness redefined in Lindsay's perspective could look very, very different. And it's very exhilarating and it's honoring your energy in this busyness because your intention behind it is completely different. Right. Right. Exactly. And one of the things that I kind of came to mind when we were talking about this, that I feel is super important to point out is, you know, there are time, there are times where you have to have that discernment between what is, resistance to something because you're doing something new that's uncomfortable versus so for instance you know this weekend I could have easily been like um in questioning whether or not it was resistance because I'm doing something uncomfortable right because I'm really expanding and growing in so many ways right now and I just feel uncomfortable so I'm experiencing resistance to that discomfort Although I know that on the other side of that discomfort is going to be so many blessings, right? Like, what is that book? Um, Oh my gosh, I'll have to, it's like do the work or something like that. I can't remember, but it's all, it's a book about resistance and it's just like, it's changed my mind. It like changed my whole life. But having that um, understanding of like, what is it actually me experiencing resistance or is this what I actually need? Do I, am I just experiencing resistance and like wanting to take my foot off the brake because I'm uncomfortable or off the pedal because I'm comfortable or am I wanting to take my foot off the gas a little bit because I actually do need to take a step back and like spend some time with myself and like reconnect with myself. Like that, having that discernment has been so game changing for me because resistance often feels like like you can't physically do something because either you're, you know, uh, worried about you're, you're shrouded with like fear or doubt, or I don't know, is this even going to work? Or will this pan out the way I feel like, and you can start to like go down the spiral of like, what is this going to look like? What's going to happen? And it causes like a whole big mess of things. Right. Or is it like genuinely you needing to like spend some time reconnecting, you know, I don't, I don't, does that make sense? That makes total sense because I feel like that's a a lot of what I've been working through even this last year is like really honing in more to my own discernment, which I think is a little different than even your intuition. I feel like they're, they're kind of one in the same, but I don't know, like discernment for me has been, I've, I've really been clicking more into using my discernment, not only like within my own feelings, right? Like, I think that's great that you're bringing that up because 
different things can feel, you can have the same feeling in your body, but it's coming from different things. So like for me, my discernment, I was really learning was, okay, so I would have outside people or mentors, people that I had put on what I kind of was like a spiritual idolization. Right. And I put them on a pedestal and I thought like, they know now they know more than me about my own energy or what was best for me. And so I would have sometimes people be saying things or doing things and there, um, or there was like certain relationships that I was exchanging energy in that my body was feeling activated from. And like a not, you know, activated in a not so fun way. It was bringing up like trauma responses in me, stress responses. And I was feeling really ucky, but I, because of sometimes the, the programming that I had been through with spiritual, with spirituality, it was always like, well, what are they activating in me? What are they bringing forward in me that I need to learn? Like, why am I getting triggered in this right now? Um, I need to go work on myself like this. This must be something this is on me. And like, it's something that I need to fix because like, obviously it's like a money block that's coming up or it's a fear story coming up, or it's like my creme de la creme fear story. You guys is always, I'm not good enough. Like I can boil everything down to any time I have a fear. It all comes down to Blair's not good enough, Mm -hmm. um, in some way, shape or form. And I would even have sometimes like, um, people reflect that they would say that, oh, I think this is your fear story coming up right now because you're feeling this way. It's probably because you don't think that you feel good enough. And I'm like, oh yeah, they're probably right. I need to go journal on this, meditate on this. And I need to go rework this and I need to get shifting better versus recognizing that that feeling I was getting was actually my discernment clicking in. And it was like a warning system going off in my body, trying to get me to feel uncomfortable because my energy was trying to say like, no, 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 no. This, this is not an alignment with our truth. Like this is not a, this is not a money block. This is just where we don't want to invest our money or this is not, you know, a fear story of you're not good enough. This is just not the direct, this is just not the way to execute it for you. There's a better path for you. That's way more aligned in your truth that you're going to feel way more supported. Like my body was trying to move me into a state of, we want to feel safer. And in this environment, in this energy exchange, this doesn't feel safe. But because I wasn't firmly listening to my discernment, I couldn't differentiate between the two. And I just went into like, something's wrong with me. I need to shift me so that I can continue putting myself back into this energy exchange. And all it kept doing was just firing off my, nervous system. And I just kept feeling worse and worse. And I was just like, what the fuck? Like, why am I not, why isn't this working? Why isn't this shifting? And why can't I rework this? And it's just because I wasn't clicked into the discernment and my Mm -hmm. warning system. So I love that you said that, like, you can feel resistance. And I think that's the thing I was feeling resistance. My energy was trying to protect me. It wasn't resistant because of a fear. It was like, no, 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 we shouldn't be going down this path. Red flag. And I feel like once you can click into your discernment enough, I feel like that's what you pick up on is where are the red flags that your body is innately trying to tell you. Yeah. I feel that a lot too. I mean, I can't tell you, like you said, you know, you've had mentors be like, oh, this is your story of not being good enough play out. And it's like, (laughs) at the time I would, like you would say, I'd be like, yeah, maybe you're right. Like whatever. And go into all the things and do all the tools and whatever. But also if that wasn't true for you and you do go back into like doing the deep dive work that can send you down a whole spiral that you don't even need to readdress. You know what I mean? Like maybe you've already done the work there. You don't really need to readdress it. 
Um, but you're going into it because someone told you that you needed to. And I can't tell you how many times lately that's came up for me where, you know, I've had someone mention to me certain various different things like, you know, oh, you're, you're, you're feeling this way or, oh, this is your pattern of this playing out or, oh, this is that. And it's like, well, no, it's actually just me not wanting to do it. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> like, that's just what it comes down to. And I think you have to be, first of all, if somebody's ever trying to tell you how you feel, what, you know, if they're not helping you to uncover your own feelings and your own patterns by asking you questions and they're just telling you your feelings and your patterns, that should be a red flag right there. You know what I mean? Like, I know any good mentor, and I, I believe that Blair is an excellent mentor and coach. They're going to ask you the right questions to help you to come up with the answers within yourself, right? They're not going to tell you, tell you how to feel or tell you what's coming up for you, right? And so that's been a huge, another big thing that I've learned recently is like, there's a big difference between uh, mentors who actually are there to help you versus mentors who are there to mask their ego with the mentor title. You know what I mean? (laughs) I don't want (laughs) so anyways. But, you know, back to the resistance thing, I think also sometimes it's, it's a big thing, like discernment resistance is such a huge thing to be aware of because um, your power in changing your life and your power in like really setting the boundaries and things like that comes from your ability to have the awareness around how your resistance shows up and have the awareness around how your discernment also is showing up because there are times where I am doing something that is in total alignment and I still will feel a little bit of resistance because it's something new. Right. And the, that kind of having the discernment to decipher like, well, this resistance of me not being in alignment shows up with these kinds of feelings and these kind of responses in my body, the discernment of, you know, me having resistance to something that does feel really good, but it's just new shows up looking like this. And it's been interesting figuring out how it all looks because it's now in the beginning, I would get a little bit confused. My body would get confused. Like, wow, we're having a reaction to something that feels similar to, you know, um, something that we're terrified of or that we're fearful of, right? Or something that makes us feel unsafe. But if I really tune in and listen, it does feel a little different. You know, it does feel a little bit different. Like if I'm excited about something, but I'm nervous. So I'm just sending my thoughts down like a downward spiral, trying to talk myself out of it. I know that that excitement needs to be the thing that outweighs that. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Versus if I have resistance to something that doesn't feel good and it's just a total fuck no in my body there's no excitement there at all. It's just total fear. Like get me out of here, run as fast as you can. Let's go, you know? Yeah. Cause then I think that that too, like you hear a lot of this whole, like, you just need to lean into the discomfort, which I'm all for leaning into discomfort and doing shadow work and all of those things. But there is that discernment that people need to be, um, they need to be empowering more inside of them. Um, because, you know, just like you've said, I, I feel like this has popped up in so many ways in my life in business, um, in my body and my health, like in everything that I'm doing, um, because I wasn't always truly honoring 
my body when it just wasn't feeling safe. And then I was being told, but you need to lean in a little bit harder right now when I wasn't feeling safe to lean in versus like, okay, but how can I feel safer and then reassess if this is something I really want to lean into. Right. And, and just reassessing more about like, what does my body need right now? Uh, versus like just abandoning that completely. And then just like foregoing my own intuition, my own discernment, and then just like leaning into things that weren't correct for me. Yeah. And I think, you know, something that really helped me to be able to tune into my body and really understand the reactions that it was having to different things and the responses, I should say that it was having to different things is understanding that your body is the thing that triggers your thoughts, right? Your body is the thing that triggers an emotional response. So before, so say you're, so say, how do I put this? So say you're like talking to someone and you don't feel safe. You will feel it in your, and it happens really quickly. You'll feel it first in your body. Then you'll feel it kind of like in your actual feelings. Mm -hmm. And then those feelings trigger a thought. And then the thought can go spiraling if you allow it. And then those thoughts trigger more emotional responses, which triggers more feelings in your body. So it's kind of like the first, very first thing you feel it in is in your body's response to things. And so the, my excitement for things and my alignment, the, when I feel in alignment with something feels vastly different than my feeling of unsafetyness and fear and all that even though sometimes my body has an initial same response. Does that make sense? No, definitely. Totally makes sense to me. And I think like what I, what you and me were even talking about is like how a lot of this, like getting deeper connected into your truth, into your own intuition, kind of like cutting out the noise um, has really opened you up even more like in honoring your body, your health, just like allowing your body to be more of that support system so that it's, it's running. I don't want to say it's running effectively, but it's like, if we're, we're able to really support our body the way it needs. And that can look like a multitude of different things. You guys, this is not meaning like you need to go detox for 21 days or be like on a water fast or like only eat fruits and vegetables and then go work out like crazy. And then blah, blah, blah which it could be that, I don't know, somebody like some people thrive really well on like a really great detox, but it could even just mean like my body just wants to move today or it wants to stretch today or it wants to take a nap today, or it, it wants to just go for a walk or it wants to listen to something motivational or it just wants to sit in the sun. Like, it's like, what does your body say that it needs? It becomes better able for you to read those responses that your body is trying to send to you versus where I think most people get, they're ignoring, 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 ignoring to a point where then their body is completely like crapping the fuck out. And then like the system is just like flaring on all ends. Oh yeah. Because when I'm tired, when I feel like I am just drained and I can't go anymore, I notice that my thoughts are in the best place as well. You know what I mean? When I don't have energy, when I am not taking care of myself, it's easier for the icky thoughts to creep into my brain versus if I am taking care of myself and I am giving my body what it needs. And, you know, I'm, I was telling you a little bit about it, but I'm all on this journey right now of figuring out what it, like what kind of is best fuel for my body, because I've been learning how the foods that you eat and things like that, 
are ba- your cells are basically a reflection reflection of the foods that you eat. And so like, if mm-hmm. your cells are shit, well, then your body is going to be shit and then your mind's going to be shit. And then you're not going to be able to really un- like feel into what's working best for you to feel into your truth. And it's taken me a long, you know, years of me being on my journey to healing um, my relationship with food to even get to this place where I feel comfortable and reassessing what foods and things like that work best for my body. Um, because for a long time, I was just like, I'm going to, you know, eat whatever I want, when I want, just be, let myself eat, let myself be okay with eating without placing bad or good labels on it, things like that. And so since I've been learning this, it's like, man, sometimes the, the negative thoughts that I have, or the feelings of like, I should be further along in my journey than this, or the shame that I feel or things like that literally isn't because I need to do more personal development. It's because I needed to start focusing on what I'm feeling my body with, because if my body isn't getting what it needs, then my brain function my brain doesn't have the ability to like actually integrate all the inner work that I've done. And so I'm, it's, I'm like, this is kind of where I'm at in my journey right now is learning, like how are my body and my thoughts connected? And now that I've spent some time in this space, it makes a lot more sense to me, like things like depression, anxiety, um, you know, these thoughts, these loops that we were talking about that you can get stuck in sometimes. Yes, it is because you do have to go in and do the internal work, but sometimes it's because there's a disconnect between your body and mind Mm -hmm. and that needs to be the focus. So it's been, it's been interesting learning all about this stuff. Yeah. I mean, and I'm with you on that right now of like reassessing, um, like how I take care of my body from a different way of a health perspective. Cause obviously, you know, years ago, it was very much of like, I need to lose weight so I can feel better when I look in the mirror and I can fit into this pair of jeans and you know, this number on the scale, which again, I'm not knocking any of that. Everybody needs to, to work towards goals that feel aligned and correct for them. But I started recognizing that that started fueling, um, things that were very toxic for me and they weren't healthy for me. Um, and I was judging myself and shaming myself if I wasn't certain size, certain scale number, all of those things. And so like you, Lindsay, I've been focusing more on like this relationship that my body has with just like everything. It's like, what do I ingest, but also what do I have around my body? So I've been reassessing even things like within the home, like when it comes to like things that I'm using products that I'm using on my body products that I use within the house, you know, and I'm, I think it opened me up a lot more too, when um, my youngest was diagnosed with ADHD and anxiety. And we had to really start kind of even looking at what could be things that acerbate certain things for him and creating an environment that supports him. So that like what we're talking about, like for his mental health, for his, uh, you know, his stress relief. And I, I didn't even consider a lot of the things and I was in health and wellness for a long time. And I didn't even consider a lot of the things that we were using or eating or just like mindlessly had in the home that could be affecting the body in a negative way, flaring up the nervous system or stress responses or inflammation or, you know, all sorts of stuff. So 
Yeah. I mean, I feel like that's like a whole nother topic of which I know we don't have total time for today. I feel like we could (laughs) expand on that even more, but I think that it's a good, a good place to just like remind people like in this conversation of discernment in this conversation of connecting in with your own intuition, it's looking at what could be things that are pulling me out unconsciously that I'm not even aware of that are affecting my body to be able to have that deeper level of, um, a feeling that the way that I want to on a deeper energetic level in my body. Right. And you know, something to kind of go back and like, maybe start to wrap it up in a pretty bow. Well, something that you said earlier, you know, around the idea of like, oh gosh, where was I going with this? <laughs> um, where was I going with this? I had a good thought all of a sudden, and then I lost it. (laughs) Um, (laughs) Well, okay. So anyways, what I basically, I think what I was going with this is, you know, if, if you're in this place of feeling like you are starting to work towards being able to trust your voice, trust your voice and trust what works for you and tuning out all the noise and figuring out like what your journey actually looks like what it looks like for you because it's different for each individual right it's so important to recognize that there are going to be many times on your journey that you come to a new place where you need to reevaluate things Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. we don't just reevaluate things once and then that's it like you and like you were saying to bring it back this is where i was going to bring it back like you know, you don't just create change in your life once or create a new habit in your life once, and then that's it for the rest of your life. These are things that we continuously work on. And sometimes I think knowing that it's a continuous journey that we're always going to be on sometimes can feel a little bit overwhelming for people. They're like, you mean I'm going to be putting in work like this for the rest of my life? Like, oh my gosh, I'm, I'm so ready to be out of this. And it's like, well, you will get out of it, right? This, the, each journey, we have different phases of our phases of our journey. However long they last, you know, is dependent on each individual. But things are not always going to stay exactly how they are right now. So the best thing I can say is like, if you are in this place of trying to figure things out for yourself and figure out what works for you and to tune into yourself, is to just have some grace. Give yourself some patience. Mm-hmm. Give yourself some grace. Don't put a timeline on it because you see someone else and you're looking at what they're showing you their timeline is right. When reality might not even be what they're showing you. You know what I'm saying? That's a whole nother topic too, but it's like, give yourself some grace and just recognize that the best thing you can do for yourself is to just be patient with it. And to know that things are always consistently changing. Things are always consistently shifting and it's okay to be in a space of reevaluation and it's okay to be in a space of not having it all figured out. And I think accepting the acceptance of being in that space is what frees you from feeling like, Oh, I have to figure it all out. You know what I mean? If you can just accept where you're at, that, that acceptance, it's honestly the most freeing feeling. It's a thing that brings you back to the present moment. And it's a thing that reminds you that at the end of the day, we're all, you're okay. You're okay. It's safe to be exactly where you're at. You're, you're exactly where you're supposed to be. 
Oh my God. I love that so much. And it is like a perfectly the way to end it because I usually ask, like, I'm like, give a couple, like what you would do if you're in this space and like, how would you implement kind of those things? And you basically just wrapped it all up. Right. She's like having that grace, having the self-acceptance, like trusting and knowing like, it's okay to be in the space that you're in right now. Right. This is mm-hmm. never, there's never a, yeah, an end, right. We're yeah. always in this renegotiating with ourselves, with our nervous systems, with our boundaries, with our intuition, with our discernment, like what we feel called to do, because man, if I was doing what I was doing at 16, uh, I don't know, dude, <laughs> I probably wouldn't be alive if I was still doing what I was doing. I know. That's what I'm thinking. I would probably not be alive at this point in my life. It wouldn't be good. Um, so if you guys loved this episode, which I know you did make sure to share it on the social medias with your friends um, tag us, let us know what your takeaways were. Of course, if you have questions, um, feel free to reach out and get slide in the DMS. I know that Lindsay is available to you to talk to about any of these topics or things, and you can definitely talk to her. And if you're looking for somebody to really, um, to like chat with about doing, I feel like you exemplify showing people how to do network marketing differently and in a way and embrace it in a way that works for them, that the model itself can and work for a multitude of people, but it doesn't always, like you said, it doesn't have to be the way that it's, you know, structurized or it's done. So that's definitely something if you're in network marketing, definitely, you know, Lindsay is definitely one to follow and to see how she does things the way she does. Um, or just to be able to reach out and talk to her, even if you're not in network marketing, you know, this kind of stuff goes to all areas of your life. It doesn't just apply to people that are coaches or building a business. Um, because, you know, obviously we're talking about your health and, and all other ways that discernment works for you, but thank you so much, Lindsay, for your time today was so much fun. I'm sure we'll have Lindsay back on the show because obviously there was so much more we could talk about, but thanks again for listening. And I will see you guys on the next episode.